Today's episode of One Shining Podcast is part two of the Duffies, and it is brought to you by CBS Sports. Folks, do you miss when sports networks covered just the news and highlights without the yelling and fake debates? I certainly do. That's why I watch CBS Sports HQ. What is CBS Sports HQ? It is the free 24-hour sports network built just for fans like you and me. I love, personally, I love this, that uh, I can get tons of highlights, analysis, and instant game reactions. Everything that matters about the game without diving into political and social issues like you might see on other sports networks. And if you enjoy placing some bets or competing against your friends in fantasy leagues, their experts are always dishing out their top picks and advice to help you win. So check out CBS Sports HQ. It's always on and always free. No need to pay a subscription fee or have an expensive cable package. Just download the CBS Sports app on your phone, Fire TV, Roku, or Apple TV to start watching today. We are also brought to you by The Shy on Showtime. And of course, this is the second annual Duffy Awards. We appreciate everyone tuning in. And we also want you to tune in to The Shy. It's a show about community, the heart, and soul of Chicago's South Side. Created and executive produced by Emmy winner Lena Waithe and Academy Award winner Common. Also a rapper, I'm pretty sure. Mm-hmm. But also an Academy mm-hmm. Award winner. Common. The best. Mm. Don't miss The Shy. New episodes Sundays at 10 p.m. only on Showtime. Tate, that's not all. We are also brought to you by ourselves. Mm. Part one of The Duffy's was posted on Friday. Uh, we had Kyle Guy, spoiler alert, Kyle Guy called into the show, talked to us a little bit um, about the, the tournament run. He he won the Duffy for, well, I'm not going to spoil that part, but uh, Kyle Guy called in uh, and it, it was a great show. We we gave out a lot of Duffies. Um, that was part one. It was posted on Friday. The man, the myth, the legend himself called in. So go listen to that. We are getting to part two. We have a very special guest that is, I'm, I'm going to say on the same caliber of Kyle Guy. The same level of Kyle guy is calling in today to accept one of his Duffies. Without further ado, we are going to get to part two of the Duffies. But first. He takes a timeout. Technical They're out of timeout. Technical foul. Technical foul. Live from Hollywood, California, in the Ringers podcast studio number two. It's One Shining Podcast Second Annual Duffy Awards. All right, Tate, let's just get right into it. Uh, we don't have a ton of time, but we, we already have making this the Duffy's a two-hour thing, split into two parts. Uh, we left off part one. We gave out the excellence in journalism was the final Duffy we gave out. Let's dive right into it. What is the next Duffy we are giving out? You said excellence in journalism is your favorite category. Mm-hmm. This is my favorite category. Kind of kind of similar categories, but very different. Very different because at the same time. When excellence in journalism, I mean obviously Ann Duke is not included in this, but you have to go and read um headline of the year, which is our next Just, category. Headline of the year. It is exactly what it says. You don't need context. You don't need to read any further. You don't need to read the mm-hmm. subline. You don't need to read anything. You don't need a thesis statement. Just read the headline and move on. And here we go. Our nominees for headline of the year. The first headline of the year that we have here. Dan Hurley getting used to being zoo animal as UConn coach, uh, and that was done by the Hartford Current. Mm. That is who is bringing that headline to us. Our next headline, it comes to us from the New York Times. Virginia's historic defeat was fundamental to its title. Uh, I, I like that one. It, it makes uh, it, it references the, the past. It's got the fundamental. And, there. and, a, and let's be headline. frank, last year on this Duffy's, we said uh, when we were giving the good guy of, of the, the year, year award to Tony Bennett, uh, we said that maybe the 16 loss would would translate, mm-hmm. and uh, you you put we your neck it, why, out there. Why were we not nominated for excellence in journalism for co- basically calling it? 
Well, I don't know. The Academy does not like us like that. <laughs> uh, the next nominee that we have for headline of the year, uh, Coach K colon, the NCAA is not ready for one and done change. And that is brought to you by ESPN. Also by ESPN, another nominee is Sister Jean and Loyola won your heart, have returned for your soul. Uh, that That is, whew, that's a good headline right there. <laughs> That has my attention. Uh, who would have thought that Dolores, Sister Sister Jean Dolores Schmidt, uh, would end up being a Dementor? Uh, next up, we have from the Yahoo Sports team, sources, colon, Arizona's Sean Miller, LSU's Will Wade, notify they will be subpoenaed in federal hoops corruption trial. That's a hell of a headline. That has my attention. Mm-hmm. I, will, I will read that article, and I did. Uh, coming to us from Bleacher Report, Zion Williamson reportedly asked recruiters for a job, money, and housing. Hmm. Hey, what, what kind of crew? You think like military recruiters or you think uh, think maybe like, well, you don't think college basketball recruiters, do you? No, that couldn't be it. What job did he ask for? <laughs> He's like, can I work at Subway in Durham? <laughs> uh, next up, we have a uh, nominee for headline of the year. Abilene Christian coach will face UK wearing the pants he ripped in celebration. That was brought to you by the Courier Journal. Uh, and we remember this in the NCAA tournament. Ripped his pants. Mm-hmm. And then to win the conference tournament. To win the conference tournament. And then he said that that was the only suit he had. Yeah. So and he was in Jacksonville, Florida and couldn't make it work. Coming to us from a website called Sports Not, um, this headline. <laughs> like an astronaut. Yeah, another, another nominee for headline of the year is, man, in all caps, <laughs> man arrested for pooping on the court during basketball game. And this was, of course, in reference to the man <laughs> who took a shit at FedEx Forum behind a concession stand. Uh, Sports Not, technic- the headline's technically not right. He did not shit on the on the court. He pooped uh, behind the concession stand of of the the concourse, the main concourse there during the Memphis-Tennessee game. But uh, we appreciate the headline nonetheless. Mm-hmm. Sometimes in this business, you got to tweak things a little bit and grab some eyeballs. So uh, I appreciate the effort there. I appreciate the all caps, and I appreciate the academy noticing. Again, specificity, attention yeah. to detail. Really yep. appreciate that. They've upped their game this year. Yeah, for the, sure. the next nominee for headline of the year that we have, again, man charged with impersonating a restaurant employee to add Pac-12 Network to their cable package. This is brought to you by SB Nation. Mm. Uh, moving on, another nominee from the New York Post, Duke looking into claim Nike paid Zion Williamson's mother. Mm. Mm. <laughs> we'll monitor the situation. We'll monitor. The, I wonder what they found. I never did. I never did hear what Duke found in that investigation. They did. Just check your comments. Uh, the next nominee for headline of the year that we have: Calipari colon. I didn't know Zion would be this good. <laughs> and that is brought to you by our friends at ESPN. Wow. Uh, and finally, our final nominee and headline of the year comes to us from Forbes. Papa John's founder used N word on conference call. <laughs> That's a, that's a great headline. When I saw that, that one that was a while ago. But just to reiterate, uh, this did fall in this this headline happened uh, over the summer, uh, which was this calendar year for the Duffy season. So, uh, a lot of great nominees, and the Duffy goes to mm. Sister Jean and Loyola. Won your heart, have returned for your soul. <laughs> I can't argue that one. That one, uh, I when that headline happened, especially with the picture of Sister Jean on it, um, it was, it, it was something. I'll say that much. I, I still don't understand what the headline means, though. That's that's the interesting part about. Yeah, this. no, I did not read the piece. I didn't read the Again, article. this is headline of the year. This is not excellence journalism, so you don't have to necessarily read the piece. I do want to point out that Loyola and uh, and Porter Moser. I mean, he was all over TV. We saw him at the Final Four and everything. Sister Jean still makes an impact in the Duffy Awards, mm-hmm. despite them not making a run. So, congratulations, to Sister Jean. Let's move on to our next category, one of my favorite categories, and that is the Coach K Disciple of the Year. And our first nominee for Coach K Disciple of the Year 
Mr. Johnny Dawkins, of course, uh, mm-hmm. head coach at UCF. His son, Aubrey Dawkins, had an incredible outing against the Duke mm-hmm. Blue Devils in the NCAA tournament. They fell just short um, uh, of making, you know, Aubrey Dawkins obviously wasn't able to put that shot in. But Johnny Dawkins, number one on the list, number one nominee right now for Coach K Disciple of the Year. Also nominated Jeff Capel at Pitt. Uh, went 3-15 and 15 in the ACC. Didn't mm-hmm. have a great year. But uh, within two months... Of being on the job, he got Pitt's best recruiting class in five years already solidified within two months. So uh, he's, he's he's Jeff Capel doing Jeff Capel things, and he convinced Jay Z to come to two games. He did, yeah, two games. He's so awesome. that's Jeff Capel doing well. Next nominee we have for Coach K Disciple of the Year that is Mister John Shire. Of course, John Shire is an assistant coach on the current Duke staff, mm. but his biggest uh, revelation this year is actually after the season when he was mentioned that St. John's. Had a chance to maybe hire him. Was really? going to reach out to John Ooh. Shire to see if uh, he could officially become St. John Shire. Ooh, St. John Shire. Yes, it did not that. did not quite work out, but mm. John Shire also nominated Bobby Hurley. Who who could who could forget that time in December when he beat the number one team in the country, Kansas? Must have been a hell of a year for Bobby Hurley, Mister December. Yeah, Mister December himself. Uh, he 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 finished I think second in the Pac-12 behind Washington in the regular season. Um, just you know, just the kind of year that that he dreams of. This is the, Bobby Hurley goes into every season and says, if I can pull off one big win in December and finish second in the Pac-12, I've done my job, and that's what he did. So and get out of Dayton. Nominated. He got out of Dayton. Yeah. That's all you got to do. Uh, next up, next nominee for Coach K Disciple of the Year, we have Mr. Chris Collins mm-hmm. of Northwestern fame. We were, of course remember when they went to the NCAA tournament that one time. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. He's nominated for going to the. Tour. I forgot. He, was that was that this tournament? Well, that was that one time that they did that. Yeah. Oh okay. Yeah. So yeah. It, it still counts. Yeah. It it's counts. Still, it's still, yeah. Yeah. It counts. Uh, oh, he he also got on all fours when they were playing Michigan and, and pounded on the ground, and then they lost. And. uh it was funny. He, gave he also us, said he the Big Ten was game. the best conference and yeah. pandered to the whole. Yeah, there you go. Uh, also nominated for Coach K Disciple of the Year is Steve Wojciechowski, uh, who was who led his Marquette team to a top ten ranking for four weeks this season. Gave us Marcus Howard. Uh, Marcus Howard was one of the most exciting players to watch in the country this year. They had all this momentum going into the tournament, and yeah, John Moran kicked their ass. Yeah, um, but yeah, it was it was. A, a decent season. Also, a lot of rumblings and rumors mm-hmm. in ACC country that Wojo may go to Virginia Tech in Blacksburg. So pull the Buzz Williams. There you go. Oh, wow, interesting. Yeah, a little back to back for Marquez. Yeah, could have happened. Uh, and the final nominee for Coach K Disciple of the Year, a man by the name of Tommy Amaker, a man who was at Harvard and won a share of the Ivy League with Yale. Uh, they lost the title game. They beat Georgetown in the NIT uh, and then end up losing to Kevin Keats, who is a winner in NC State. Mm-hmm. So those are your Coach K Disciple nominees, and the Duffy goes to. I'm excited. Johnny Dawkins. Oh. It had to be. It had to be for uh for the hug, for yeah, the speech. Yeah, for the, the speech, the everything about it. Uh Johnny Dawkins had a resurrection there for um what, what the interesting part about this is that UCF did not have as good of a season as they should have. Mm-hmm. Like UCF should have had Houston season. They they should have been like a 3 seed. Um they were not. They were a 9 seed. But because they almost beat Duke, because Johnny Dawkins gave a cool speech, the whole scene, because Taco Fall is really tall and has his name Taco, um, all that came together. It worked out in Johnny Dawkins' favor, and everyone looks back on is going to look back on this UCF season as a success. And so, again, Aubrey Dawkins would have been such a great player at Duke. Mm-hmm. So uh, congratulations to Johnny Dawkins, and congratulations to the UCF program. Uh, yeah, Johnny Dawkins win, winning a Duffy. All right, Tate, we now move on to the part of the show that uh, we we don't necessarily enjoy doing this, but it's it's just... It's part of the show, and it, it has to be done. We pay our respects to those that we've lost along the way. This is the 2019 Duffy's In Memoriam. I'm a scat Wrong button. Sorry. Steve Alford. 
Mark Gottfried. Tim Miles. Pac-12 basketball. The guy who runs the UMBC Twitter account. Swaggy Pool. The Must Bus in Reno, Nevada. The Kansas Big 12 title streak. The Mark Titus era at Chicago State. Chris Mullen as coach at St. John's. Avery Johnson as coach at Alabama. Taco Fall as center at UCF. All of the Virginia haters. Y. King Jones and coaching basketball. Mike Dom and his veganism. Kyle Guy's wedding registry. Chris Clements. Fletcher McGee. Tate Frazier's back. Papa John. Debbie Yao. Luke May's eyebrows. Illinois' Alma Otter mascot. The Northwestern Shrieking Girl. Bryce Drew. Louisville's 2013 national title. Again. For like the fifth time. (laughs) Rick Pitino's retirement. Ethan Happ's baseline spin move. TV Ted Valentine refereeing games in the Big Ten. Jonte Porter and veganism. March Madness Cinderella's. Ohio State's number one net ranking. Brad Calipari's redshirt. Mike Dunleavy Sr. at Tulane. Ernie Kent at wherever the fuck Ernie Kent was coaching. Mick Cronin versus Xavier. Marvin Menzies at wherever the fuck Marvin Menzies was coaching. Mike Anderson. Phil Martelli. Fran Dunphy at Temple. Zion Williamson's shoe. Bill Simmons' interest in college basketball. All right, pour one out for those that have left us gone too soon. We might uh, have to put uh, producer Kyle on that list very soon. Yeah, no kidding. Producer Jim has been producing the entire show. Jim, Kyle. at the end, we may give you a rose and ask you to be, or it might be a duffel bag. We may ask you yeah, to be our Will producer. you accept this Duffy? Please. No. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. On our next category is... Uh, kind of an anticlimactic one. I think I know where the Academy is going to go with this one. If, if they don't, we are going to have to find a way to disband the Academy. Yes. It is the good guy of the year. It was an award that was won before the year even started, basically. But we must, as a formality, go through the nominees and award the, the actual award. Your nominees are Steve Alford. Uh, for being, First of all, he's fired from UCLA, but as he's fired, he... Or was it before he was fired? Right before he was fired, whatever. Says that he has an audience of one, and it is uh, God. God is his audience of one. A uh, very good guy move to to get fired to remind everyone that he is a decent person. Eh. Um, and uh, yeah, so Steve Offord has been nominated for good guy. And now head coach at uh, your University yeah. of Nevada in Reno. So congratulations to Coach Offord. Next up, good guy nominee of the year, Coach Tim Miles of the mm. Nebraska Cornhuskers, a guy mm. that went thirteen to five in the Big Ten, and a guy that uh, well, two years ago he went thirteen two, five, two yeah. years ago that one time that one time exactly the same year Come Chris on. Collins look we're the doing tournament. the Chris Collins thing <laughs> yeah, right yeah. Tim Miles good guy of the year nominee there uh, for his time in Nebraska heavy favorite to win this I believe uh, that was what I was alluding to but uh, we'll see we'll see what the Academy decides uh, moving on also nominated Bill Self for not winning the Big Twelve for the first time in twenty seven years uh, also threw a game against Bob Huggins. To his buddy, always loses at West Virginia. Uh, that was one of the Bill Self specials. We did not get the Bill Self alma mater special in Stillwater, but we almost got it. Kansas tried. He really, really tried, and uh, it didn't happen. But 
just a complete mess of a season from from Kansas. Bill Self is doing his damnedest to fly under the radar of all the FBI stuff, and uh, that's why he's a good guy. Very good guy. And next up, next nominee we have for good guys. Speaking of throwing games, Mark Few losing to mm. St. Mary's in the conference title game, so that St. Mary's could then get the conference automatic collusion. bid. Yep, automatic bid to get in the tournament. Uh, so Mark Few, good guy nominee of the year, and then the final uh, good guy nominee. Final nominee is Johnny Dawkins, aforementioned. Uh, we spent a little time just won a Duffy for Coach K Disciple of the Year. Um, also a good guy for the same sort of vibes for for maybe possibly throwing a game to Coach K. But if not that, then for the speech he gave his team after they lost. So uh, those are your nominees for good guy of the year. And the Duffy goes to. Yep, it was it always had to be him. Tim Miles is your good guy of the year Duffy winner. We have him on the line? Yes. Wow. We... we here, here it is. On here, the line. here to accept his 2019 Good Guy of the Year Duffy Award is Good Guy of the Universe, Good Guy of All Time, a legendary good man. It is Coach Tim Miles joining us from where? Where are we now, Coach? Uh, I'm in my favorite chair in Lincoln. Okay. Uh, with Nebraska, Nebraska. Oh, Nebraska. <laughs> okay. You know, when, yeah, you know, well, I was surprised how many people asked me. Like, you know, I got fired two weeks ago. Have you moved yet? And, um, like, do you still live there? And, um, wh- wh- you know, like, they don't put you out homeless immediately. I mean, <laughs> you get to hang around for a while. Um, but, no, I'm just hanging out watching the Masters and, uh, and you know, waiting for uh, my one shining podcast moment. There we go. And here it is. It's official. Coach Miles, you are officially the good guy of the year. We appreciate all of your moments. Uh, and, and speaking of some of those moments uh, in Lincoln, Nebraska, you talked about hanging out there. As you were making your beautiful exit uh, out of Lincoln, Nebraska, out of being the head coach of the Nebraska Cornhuskers, you had two seminal moments. We have the trip as we won in the Big Ten tournament as we were running to the tunnel, and then we had the wave uh, as we were driving away. And those are two things that we really enjoyed here on this podcast. The first thing I want to ask you about is the trip. Uh, I know that you were you were laughing as it happened, and then you made fun of it the next day as if you were going to do it again. But in that moment, uh, what was the feeling like? Because you came up smiling, and you were you were spry, um, and, and it all turned out, it all worked out great. So I don't know if it was planned. Some people were saying it's planned because it, it was so perfectly it's so perfectly <laughs> done, <and> so flawless. <laughs> Not planned, not planned. Um, no, I, uh, you know, I was running, right? And, and I remember seeing people, I'm sweating and, and I'm happy. Uh, and, uh, and they're like, Tim, you know, you could hear Tim over here, Tim. <laughs> and you're looking and all of a sudden, you know, like what you're running, all of a sudden you catch something higher. You yes. know what I mean? Yes. And I don't know if you've ever been there, but uh, I have. And, uh, <laughs> and so for one, like, like I watched it. And, and in my mind, as I'm running and I hit it, I'm like, I can make this. I can, I, I can stay up, you know, and just my next step, I'm striding out. I'm like, I'm not making it. I'm not making it. <laughs> so I just kind of roll out of it, you know, and I'm, I'm, I got probably 18 pounds overweight now. Um, and, uh, you know, in Nebraska, we serve like gravy on gravy and, uh, and it gets you where you need to be. But, but. You know, and then, you know, you got to pop up and I'm like, what? I'm sure people saw this. And, um, and so I, I don't know, I think we did the, he's safe sign or something like that. And, and I just ran, I just kept running, just ran out of there. And the next day, of course, when I was running, there's eight cameras waiting. <laughs> I just loaded up, you know. Will he do it so again? I was going to do like a Pete Rose and just dive head first. Yes. And then I remembered how limited athletic uh, ability I've got. I could be 
sitting there right with you, you two, you know, we could, uh, uh, be, and, and, you know, I, I, yeah. So I just said, nope, nope. I'm just going to keep running. Everyone's, that's what I did. everyone's talking about Virginia's redemption story. More people need to talk about Tim Miles' redemption from being tripped the first time. And then the second time with all eyes on him, he did not trip running, <laughs> running into the there locker. There's a lot of pressure on that. There's a lot of pressure, yeah. you know, Johnny yeah. Trueblood had just outscored Bruno Fernando, <laughs> uh, and, uh, uh, which is a big story for us. Uh-huh. And, you know, I'm, I'm going out and, and everybody's hovering over there crying out my name and uh, a lot of pressure, but you know what came through, came through. That's yeah. how I get the award. This is how you get an award. <laughs> there it is. There I, it is. I'm not Rick. I'm not Rick Patino who gets nominated 11 times and gets one award. I just, I'm up once, knock you're, it out of the park. You're like Jennifer Lawrence of college basketball. You tripped that one time and people love you forever. There you go. See, there you go. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's well, the way it works. What really solidified your your win as good guy of the year uh, was the the driving away of the car when you're coming out to your car and you got all the news cameras in your face and they're asking you, Coach, have you been fired yet? Which which is another question I want to ask you about, like how how you maintain your poise and and because the, the, that whole scene was like just absolutely absurd. Um, and, and I really felt for you as I was watching it, but then I watched how you handled it and suddenly I was like, oh, he has this under control because. You you do the wave and you literally say I I this isn't the direct quote but it was pretty much this like I, I'll go slow for you guys so you can get a long shot of me driving away for your newscast. Um, yeah. I'm not even sure what my question is. I just want to acknowledge that. that happens. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. So full disclosure here. Yeah, you got it right. I I said, hey, you know, you know, I know what they're doing. They're trying to get the he's driving away. <laughs> you know, that drill. Oh, there goes this there goes his career folks, you know, like it, only we needed some downhill, but, uh, uh, actually when I was in, um, uh, Colorado state, yep. we had a reality show for three seasons called reaching the peak on the mountain West sports network, which is now the defunct. It was called the mountain back then. And we had a, a reality show. We actually won an Emmy one of those years. Wow. So, what? Um, so which is so, better the Duffy uh, or the yeah, Emmy? So, yeah. <laughs> Oh, it's way better than a Duffy, I guarantee you. <laughs> if I ever do receive a Duffy, it'll be right next to Miami, I promise. <laughs> um, my wife now has Miami in a drawer with a Barbie dress on it because she is nude, actually. <laughs> but, um, uh, you know, when you look at this, you know, I'm thinking like, I'm like, well, they need their shot, man. They need their shot. So I asked the one lady, she had kind of a bad angle. I'm like, hey, if I take my time, you know, <laughs> you can run around there and get me driving away. So I was just thinking of the people, man, uh, and what kind of production we can put on. Uh, but, you know, honestly, uh, you, you, you alluded to it earlier, but I, 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 you know, last year when they, you know, we, uh, it was before last season, before two seasons ago, they're like, Tim, you need to get going here or we're going to fire you. So we go 20, 13 and five in the big 10, win 22 games, mm-hmm. you know, it was like superlative after superlative mm-hmm. and I come back third AD and he says a uh, one year contract. So baby's like, hey, rewind this one. Remember when we told you you have to have a really big year? Okay, do better than that. And and I had heard in January that it wasn't going as they planned, which was funny. The week I heard, we we were 13 and four, just lost at Maryland, at Iowa, and had been in the national rankings the week before. Mm-hmm. And um, when they're mad about, you know, hey, Nebraska, you're not winning um, at Maryland. Damn it, you're gone. <laughs> you know, like, okay, yeah. at least we raised the bar, right? So. But I called one of my buddies, his name's Gus Bradley. Gus is a defensive coordinator uh, with the um, uh, L.A., what, San Diego Chargers is who they are, but they're based somewhere else now. 
And he was also the head coach at Jacksonville Jaguars. Well, Gus and I were at North Dakota State for six years together. He was the D coordinator, and I was the head men's basketball coach. And I said, Gus, uh, we've maintained a friendship over years. I'm like, Gus, you you had uh, 30 franchises in the world, and everybody's on your case. How do you handle it? And I said, I think they're going to whack me. I'm losing my mind. He says, listen, he he calls me T-Bone. Hey, T-Bone, I love you for who you are, your passion, your energy, your positive. Be that guy. It's not going to say in your gravestone, I got fired at Nebraska. (laughs) Although now I kind of think maybe I should do that. But, um, uh, you know, as we look at it, I just decided, listen, a lot of times when adversity is at its worst, people are at their worst. You know, we go to our weakest. And it just occurred to me, you know what, I'm going to have to be at my best for this, for my family, my children, my wife, for, um, for my team and my players and my assistant coaches. Uh, I've just got to be, you know, and, and finally at the end, it got to be, Hey guys, let's just make this last as long as possible. <laughs> this is awesome, You know, and yeah. uh, cause we all had kind of accepted it by that point. And, um, and so, you know, even though there was no formal announcement or whatever, it, it is what it is. Right. So I was like, screw it. We're going to, we're going to win as many games we can go as far as we can. And, and we were right there. So we had a lot of fun. It was a great group to do it with, even though we, kind of were dismantled as the season went on uh the kids never stopped playing their butts off and 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 so i just i'm just so looking forward to getting this award in the mail <laughs> i can't wait to send <laughs> it have, to you coach. have you ever considered you're in the wrong profession just given all the the scumbags that exist in college basketball like college basketball coaching seems to, to to just be a magnet for just scummy people and just the whole culture of it and i guess that's why you st- stand out to us not just not just Tate and I, but like the the college basketball world at large. Like you're beloved by all the media and, and fans that that watch your teams play. They're like, I, I I love you know I would love if Coach Miles was coaching our team. Um, this is like a universal opinion, and the reason you stand out is is like in your mind you're probably just like I'm just being a decent person, a normal person. But that is why you stand out is because there's so many scumbags in this sport. Do you ever like step back and just have a reflective moment of like, what am I doing? I'm I'm surrounding I'm I'm in an industry full of cheaters and 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 just terrible people. Um, or are you just is your mindset like be the change you want to see in the world? Who said that? Was that was that Marilyn Monroe? That was Gandhi. <laughs> Gandhi? I don't remember. Um, I think it was anyway, Jesus Christ. Yeah. I think it was Marilyn Monroe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, uh, I one is uh, I grew up a small college coach, and um, where you, you there was no money. You know, mm-hmm. and, and now with, you know, such a plethora of money, you know, you guys want to hear my idea on paying players? Yes, please, coach. You, are you sure? Yes, oh, I would love this. Absolutely. Yes, please. Yeah. The floor is yours. I say that I say that the, the, the head coach pays the players. Ooh. Ooh. Now, uh, the, the, so we already know some of that. Yeah, I was going to say, coach, right coach, coach yeah. K's like, yes. <laughs> yeah, okay, right. yes, yeah, I yes, know. It's like, that's but already let's, happening, let's, Coach Miles. Let's, yeah, let's just take it this way. Let's just say that, all right, let, let's say the Big Ten says, Timmy, you're the head coach at um, at uh, uh, Nebraska, formerly, right? And um, and you have up to $300,000 that you can pay your players per season. You know, they pay you mm-hmm. X amount, so I take 300000 out, put it in a fund, and here's how I do it. I would pay by shares, right? Mm. So if you're on the team, Titus, Right. right, you're getting a share every game. You get 38 shares. More games we play, the more shares you get. If you play, you get another share. You know, so if you play 15 games, right, and mm-hmm. 38, what's that? 53 shares, right? So I might give the leading score of each game 
um, X amount of dollars, a leading rebounder, even more shares, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I, I value assists or taking charges or rebounds or what, you know, whatever. We're going to pay those shares. So after every game, a guy's got shares, right? Mm-hmm. But you only get the shares for those things if we win. If we lose, no, 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 that's not right. I've changed my mind. I got a, a different way to do it. Wait. So, so you get the shares, right? Uh, so at the end of the year, James Palmer this year has like, like 872 shares. Who's got a calculator on him? <laughs> at 72 bucks a share. Cause that's, everybody's got a share. Johnny Trueblood's got 72 shares. Palmer's got whatever amount. And it's 72 bucks a share. Well, what I figured out if, in it, I've got three scales. One, $100,000 if we have a losing year. That's all you're getting, guys. Okay. Right? $200,000 if you have a winning year, but you don't make the NCAA tournament. And $300,000 if we make the NCAA tournament. And then for every game in the NCAA tournament, I'm splitting in half my bonus. I get 150000 if I make it, right? Oh, so yeah. I get seventy five. You get seventy We'll share it up again. Right? So at the end, right? At the end, we've got X amount of shares. We've got all this stuff out there. And, um, and I pay the guy and it's legit. It's like on an Excel sheet that my compliance guy keeps. There it is. Winning season, no NCA, $200,000 of miles of money. Palmer, you collect $67,000. Johnny Trueblood, you got 4,800. That's half a, half a semester of tuition and fees, I, right? That's more than uh college, uh, your, your, whatever you call it, the check they give them now, the cost of attendance. I, I kind of like this idea. I think that's how we do it. I, I I don't know I don't know how to completely feel about the idea, but it's different, and that's why I like it. It's not the same. And I like just, it because guys would go to schools for certain head coaches that value things that they're good at. So like, it, if you're good at taking charges, and you yeah. know that your coach Greg yeah. Gard loves taking charges, yeah. and it's going to value that at a certain level, you want to go Brad play Davis for Wisconsin. Be a millionaire. Yeah, Brad <laughs> Davidson's a millionaire. Uh, the one problem would be like you take it. You, you think R.J. Barrett and Zion the tug of war there was bad? If if you got money on the line. R.J. Barrett is shooting like 55 oh, yes. times a game. If it's oh, like yes. if I lead the team in scoring, I get okay. There, so there'd be some other situations. That's why um, scoring is the least amount. You only get one share for being the leading scorer. You okay. get four shares for being the leading rebounder. Oh, I like that. Okay, you can talk yeah, me into you this. Just, you, you, there, you have to reward your scores some, but you like to me, your assist guy would get twice as many shares as your leading scorer. Hmm. I like this. I, I, I'd have to. I'd have to really think about it. But this is different. I like. Now, I like. I mean, Jay Billis. Now he's either going to love it or hate yeah, it. Yeah, right. Put it in front of Billis. Let me know how yeah, it goes. Billis but, will be the one you know, to say. You can put that in a fun. You can put that in a fun forum. And here's so I I bounced this off Nicole Arbach a little bit, and so because originally I said yeah, and if they transfer, they get the minimum shares. <laughs> She's like, you can't do that. Yeah. I'm like, bull. It's my money. You know, <laughs> my cash. You know. I like the honesty so, there. Bro. I mean, there's That's still good. a few, there's still a few things. You know, what if you get mad at a kid or have to get a kid off? Well, take a kid off. Well, he did this much, this much. Maybe mm-hmm. you've got some penalty in there too on it. It doesn't matter. It's not their money. It's my money. They don't get it till the end. And you could do it. Okay, they get it when they're get drafted, or they. I just say do it at the end of the season. Mm-hmm. The other thing I think from being in Minneapolis is why not let these young guys like Glenn. Glenn, Glenn Watson, great three-on-three player, isn't he? Yes. He could yeah, make he a awesome. bundle of money in the summer playing in, in events. Let him play in those events. And, yeah, they might get hurt, but they could get hurt anywhere, anytime. I mean, that's, that just is what it is, you know? Mm-hmm. And so I just think a couple of things like that take the onus off of that, and it puts it on the coaches. And the coaches are getting the biggest share of all this money. 
And you mentioned they are. We're, we are being rewarded the most. Yes, you guys are. And and you talked about. I mean, these are very good guy statements that you're making. We we met and saw. Mm-hmm. Uh, he went by the name. It wasn't Johnny Trueblood. It was Johnny f-ing Trueblood. That's yeah, why he that's went what, by that's when we he met him. Us. That's how he introduced himself to us, which I love that. Uh, but you, Johnny Legend. Yeah. Yeah. No, 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 no. But I was just saying all the. So you had Johnny there, Glenn. Obviously, you go to three on three event and watch him. And, you know, you're not their head coach, quote unquote, anymore, obviously. But the, the fact that you still care and are going to see these guys, you mm-hmm. go to Minnesota and they're they're giving high praise about you. I think that says a lot. And that's why uh, the good guy thing is a little bit of a joke in one sense. But in the other sense, I mean, it is th- these players adore true. you. So yeah. that, that's something you know what the, the, the best thing you could do for us, though, if you want to truly submit your legacy as a good guy is give us some scoops on what's next. Uh, I know. I know you're not. Your mind's probably not on that. You're on the Masters and just hanging out no, for a second. No, I'm going to tell you. It's right. another secret. Okay. I can't believe I'm giving this up. I'm going to live tweet Christian Dawkins' trial on April. 25th. <laughs> <laughs> Unbelievable. Uh, yes, uh, please uh, do it. Do it, Coach. I know it. you can't have a phone. <laughs> That's hilarious. Let's just visualize this. There's, there's. The, the guy, the trial guy, they're the big judge. We're in the big courthouse. And all of a sudden, one of those college coaches got to go up there and testify. And I get to be back there like, like hi. Hey. <laughs> How you doing? You know what you should do, Coach? You should have Thad come with you because uh, I was talking to him about all the, the FBI stuff. And you, you you guys seem to be on the same page with all that, with how you feel about it as, uh, you know, two two clean players in a dirty game or whatever. He's a great guy, by the way. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, he's Dad, the best. Every time, my first, and I, I think you were gone, obviously, Mark, but it was 2013, I think. Yeah, I'd been gone. Uh, 2013. And, um, and so our first conference game's at Ohio State. And he's good. He's not great. Like you guys, you hadn't, you know, coming off that, Deshaun Thomas and some of these guys. Mm-hmm. And he says, oh, this league is going to kill you. This league is going <laughs> to carry apart. And he just goes on about how miserable the whole year is going to be because it's so hard every day, night in and night out. Mm-hmm. And, um, and he was right. He was right. And, um, and you know, I, I, he was one of those guys always honest and, and always a good dude. And I really enjoyed him, but, uh, but no, what, I have no idea what I'm doing. Honestly. Um, I, um, I, I probably won't make it to, uh, wherever the lower uh, district or Southern district of New York. But, but at the same time, I'm, I'm, I'm looking for work. Uh, Cause my wife said to me today verbatim. Now, listen, we're going to have to sit down and have a talk here and set some ground rules about you in this house. <laughs> so I think I'm already wearing thin uh, yeah. on my wife. You, uh, yeah, you're, you're growing out a beard. You're growing out a beard, <laughs> needing out a tub of ice cream. Yeah, um, Al, I, I want yeah, the Al, Al, what's his name? Al Gore. Yeah. Yeah, yes, yes, yes. Yeah. You start searching for man, bear, pig. Yeah, that'd um, be great. Coach, here's my idea for you. I, I, I got this proposal for you. Here, here's what I think you should do. Um, I think you should take the year off and get into broadcasting, work for ESPN or Big Ten Network or whatever. But really, behind the scenes, you're forming a coup to take someone else's job, uh, like Penny Hardaway did to Tubby Smith in Memphis. Um, and, and, and throughout the season, you start recruiting guys to be your grad transfers. Um, so the whole season you're, you're broadcasting, you're going to games, whatever, but you're just like talking to the seniors on the team or the mm-hmm. juniors who are graduating and saying, Hey, I'm going to take the job at fill in the blank. Uh, 
you know, I'm, I'm forming a coup to take over at Western Kentucky. I'm, we're kicking Rick Stansberry out. <laughs> Come with me. And then so you get... Do you, I have to file like a form, formal notification, like a vulture note or yeah, anything like yeah. that? Uh, no, we don't want a paper trail. You, uh, I so, think you have to write letters yeah, and post them on call. Facebook. I yeah. think that's the only thing that and does. And then yeah. you, get, you get your team compiled and then you go to a school and you say, hire me and I will bring all these star players with me. And then they have no choice but to hire you. And then you plug in, you kick all the, the, the team you inherit, you kick them all off, you bring in your guys and you hit Just the ground running. Yeah, that's what I think you should do. Does that? <laughs> then, you, then you will win bad guy of the year yeah. next year. Oh, yeah. So you go from one to the other. Yeah, yeah. no one will see it coming because you're the good guy. You're the good guy of the year. They're like, he would never do this. Yeah. And then you got him. God, you guys are thinkers. I like this. <laughs> That might get me back into business. My, <laughs> and if not that, you can always uh, – I asked Thad where he's coaching next, and he said um, the only the only job he's interested in is the University of Marco Island. <laughs> he said that one has his attention, but otherwise he's out. So maybe you could join his staff I there. think we – why don't we get together and start a for-profit university down there? There we go. We'll That'd be Grand perfect. Canyon, man. We'll kill it. That'd be, that would be awesome. Uh, coach, thanks for joining us. Go, go enjoy a little time off before, uh, but you're going to get hired. We all know it. Yes. You're, you're going to get picked up very quickly and, uh, we can't wait to just promise. Don't forget us when you get a job again and, and, and you're a big, big no, shot. I never, never forget the little podcast. Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah. I noticed today, by the way, I went on Apple TV after the master's thing. And I, I said, I, I gotta, I gotta see what's going on here. So I went to a podcast and really, I found a lot of crime. And then I noticed up above, you could go like the, uh, you know, the genre or whatever. So there mm. we go, sports and recreation. And you guys were 33. You were there a couple uh, in front Larry of a Bird. couple of hockey ones. Yeah. And, yep. Yeah. And I, I and some other dude and uh, that I couldn't pronounce his name. And and um, and uh, Peter Kiggs got one way lower than you guys. I don't know if they're ranked in alphabetical order or yeah, yeah. order of. <laughs> interest or whatever, but we got to get going. Yeah, there we go. Well, well coach, that's why we're calling no, you. We I need mean, you to so boost us up. Is I'll never forget the little podcast. Yeah. I'll never forget one shining podcast or the guys in the tuxes with the raspy voices and the whole thing. Yeah, we are. We are like kind of the Nebraska of, of podcasting. We're like, right. We're right there on the bubble. We went 13 and five this yeah. year, but no one's talking about yeah, us. Exactly, it's messed up. Exactly. Hey, I exactly. didn't know what a podcast was until I heard about you guys. My nephew, oh, some of my friends have texted me. Are you going to be on, on One Shining? I mean, uh, you guys, you talk about a cult gathering. You guys have got it going. So keep kicking ass, man. All right. We appreciate Thanks, it so much, Coach. Have a good one. Thanks, guys. All right, before we get back to the Duffy's quick break to talk about the Black Tux, weddings can have 99 problems, but the groom's look shouldn't be one. That's why the blacktux.com designs rental suits and tuxedos that you'll love. So even if you end up getting featured on a list of the 23 epic wedding fails or something like that, uh, at least you'll look good for your close-up. The Black Tux has an easy online ordering process that brings your suit or tuxedo straight to you. Pick a style at theblacktux.com and request a free home try-on so you can feel the fit and quality before you commit. The Black Tux also has showrooms all over the country where you can find your fit and plan your look. From there, they'll ship you your order two weeks before your wedding so you can check it out one last time. With over 5,000 five-star reviews, you won't find a rental experience or designs like the ones you'll find at Black Tux. We found, we discovered this, we learned this, we already knew this, but we relearned it Tate, the, uh, at the Final Four, wearing our tuxedos. Thank you to the Black Tux for hooking that up. We really, really appreciate how you hooked us up with tuxedos and that those were definitely Black Tux tuxedos that you hooked definitely. us up with. Uh, rent your suit or tuxedo at theblacktux.com and enjoy $20 off with the code SHINING. That's theblacktux.com, code SHINING for $20 off your purchase. 
All right, we got to have him back on the podcast for real. When uh, when he whenever he gets hired, somewhere. well, we next have, year when he wins bad guy of the year, we'll I, have I, him back. I don't like how he um didn't. I, I I hope he understands that I was serious about I want the scoop. Uh, so when he decides where he's going to coach next, when the deal gets done, I, really, I think really he knew that you were serious. It. He was just like, I'm going to tell Nicole Auerbach or someone yeah, else. Yeah, yeah. Right, I'll, exactly. I'll tell a real journalist and they'll share it with you. <laughs> yeah, they'll, they'll pass it along. Yeah, yeah, you'll see you, it on Twitter. You, you'll see same, it, yeah. That's the same It'll be fine. Uh, all right, we are down to our final three categories of the 2019 Duffies. The third to final, what's the word for that? What I, We got penultimate for second. Mm. Try ultimate? I don't know. Sure, just who, say who it. Who gives that a shit? That works. Our third to final category is bad guy of the year and your nominees are... Penny Hardaway, who, uh, no real explanation. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, one. like, I think that's the most understood bag. Honestly, as far as the BAG guy of the year, Penny Hardaway has cut it to a T. Almost, yeah. It's almost a little too on the nose with his bad guy nominee. But uh, the Academy respects what he's been able to do so far at Memphis. Penny Hardaway up. Next nominee we have for bad guy of the year, Felicity Huffman. Oh, A desperate housewife, desperate to get her. Uh, children into school somewhere That's and to win that Duffy. The bag mom, uh, the one of the original but bag moms. But don't sleep on the other bag mom. Also nominated for bad guy of the year is Aunt Becky. With and, uh, and we're checking with Academy. They they want her to be called Aunt yeah. Becky, not Lori Laughlin. Yep. So she will be going by Aunt Becky in this category. Full yeah. house of yeah. bags. <laughs> there you go. The next nominee we have the Casamigos. Is that correct? Okay, the Casamigos is what they're Spots? calling it. Sports. So George Clooney and Randy Gerber of the uh, Casamigos team uh, are apparently uh, nominated together collectively under the the name the Casamigos. Yep. So they are nominated bad guy of the year. George Clooney, for Randy Gerber for dropping the bag and sponsoring the Rick Patino the, the Patino Press. Yeah. So if yep. you're a Patino, please tweet and say thank you for this Casamigos. Sports. Sports. Also nominated Mark Gottfried, who. Uh, <laughs> I don't. I don't understand this one. Why is Why is he nominated? The Academy. I need an ex- explanation. What do you th- Why do you think he's nominated? Here? They're saying they're sending in a note right now. Apparently, we were going to a game to watch Cal State Northridge their season finale. Season finale, and as we were heading there, we got an update that Mark Gottfried is officially involved uh, in the <laughs> oh, Dennis wait, Smith payment plan. <laughs> so much so that he was no. writing checks himself. Uh, congratulations, bad guy nominee. Oh, I, no, I don't remember that story. Remember that doesn't that count. That sounds crazy. That sounds too far fetched. Uh, the next nominee for bad guy of the year. We have the man at LSU himself, Will Wade, uh, who was willing to talk explicitly about certain players. He said mm. he had to close his door first, but then was willing <laughs> to talk about whomever. Uh, Javante Smart's a guy who came up in conversation. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Will Wade, again, of course, was dismissed at the end of the year. LSU made a nice little run in the tournament without him, but Will Wade, nominee for bad guy of the and year. And finally, our final nominee for bad guy of the year is Jeff Capel, your mm. defending champion. As I said, takes over it last year. He won for getting Zion Williamson to Duke. This year, I believe he's nominated for, as I said earlier, when landing the best recruiting class in the last five years at Pittsburgh uh, within two months of being on the job. So those are your nominees. And the Duffy goes to... Will Wade. Wow. For his strong-ass offer to Javante Smart. So, uh, yeah, it had to be Will Wade, I guess. Like That, that makes the most sense to me in the sense that... Uh, I mean, this man was a martyr for the bag he went down for the bag um, and smiled his way to the bottom yeah and he, he never did. broke character no he and never live in an interview yes. news broke that he was going down and he handled it eh, maybe not maybe not Sean Miller-esque but uh, he handled it he it was, was like, interesting I, to say the least he said I still have my office keys so yeah. everything's going well uh, so Will Wade congratulations bad guy of the year 
Uh, that is a big, big tip of the cap to, I mean, think about this. Will Wade goes from a small school at VCU down to LSU. And we said once upon a time on this podcast that it all goes back to the top, which is VCU. Mm-hmm. And Will Wade proved that this year. There Congratulations, Will Wade. Uh, all right. Our penultimate category is Coach of the Year. The One Shining Podcast, Coach of the Year, Duffy. Uh, your nominees include Tony Bennett, who just won the national championship and won a Duffy last year for Good Guy of the Year is now nominated for Coach of the Year, Tate. Congratulations, Coach Bennett. Next nominee we have for Coach of the Year was the runner-up to that Virginia Mm. team, and that is, of course, Texas Tech head coach Chris Beard. Uh, Our our third nominee is Matt Painter of Purdue, who took Purdue to the Elite Eight for the first time since 2000 in 19 years. Yeah, almost made the Final Four. Almost. Almost. So close. Hang the banner anyway in West Lafayette. Who gives a shit? You don't have anything else to hang. hang Pour one out for Robbie Hummel, because, man, the man was poor. He was just heartbroken about everything. Yeah, he was lashing out at us at the three-on-three thing. He he was throwing a lot of insults our way. I think think more your way. Yeah, more my way. Yeah, it was was very direct. Because we did it. We did the trash-talking segment and uh one of the we, he was talking trash about how i never played and then one of the lines I, the one that i know cut him the deepest I, I said something about his knees i don't think that wouldn't even bother him it was when i said that i have personally been to more final fours in the last 40 years than purdue's entire program um that has to sting that had to sting a little bit and then he started lashing out at me and granted you taped this in january not knowing that purdue yeah, would be seconds away from their first final four yeah, in so. my mind as i was taping it i was like purdue is going to get a seven seed and lose in the first round but then they did not. So uh, anyway, Matt Painter is nominated. And the next nominee we have for Coach of the Year, Rick Barnes, a man who was going around and, and is winning. Is he going to UCLA? No. 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 But okay. he's getting more money at Tennessee. Yeah. Uh, Rick Barnes is winning Coach of the Year all around the world, been traveling all around. So Rick Barnes, nominee for Coach of the Year at Tennessee, and what he was able to do, winning the Jerry Colangelo Classic. Yeah. And making the Sweet 16. Mm-hmm. Uh, our final nominee, Kevin Stallings. Uh, who, what? Wait, what? 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 Who? Uh, what, what? Okay. Uh, the explanation is that Kevin Stallings lost his team Tate and mm. still found a way to win as many ACC games this season as he did last season. So uh, that's tough to do. That is very, very tough to do. I I tell you this much. You take Tony Bennett away from his team and tell him to win as many ACC games as he did last year, he's not coming close. Mm-hmm. He's not coming anywhere close. Kevin Stallings pulled it off. So uh, I guess that's an interesting surprise pick there. Let's see. You don't think he can pull off the upset. I you? think he can. Come on, Coach Stallings. And the Duffy goes too. He's threatening our lives if he doesn't win. Uh, I, I worry for our lives. Uh, Tony Bennett is oh. your 2019 Coach of the Year. Uh, Tony Bennett, it, it, it makes a lot of sense. He won the national championship. I feel like every other coach, if you're as good of a coach as Tony Bennett, maybe you should have tried winning the national championship, dumbass. That's my advice. That's good advice. Yeah. Can, I, can I say this? Is he the premier Tony Bennett now? We obviously have the singer Tony Bennett. That's a Bennett. great question. And it's like, is he number one? Because that's the hardest thing to do in this life. You know, if you're a John Favreau, you get John Favreau. Lady Gaga is going to start doing albums with him. Um, mm. Yeah. That, that's uh, the, what, do we what need a Tony Bennett you... Christmas album. That's yeah. what we need. We, yeah. Where he just like goes through plays. So like, look at this hammer action I drew up. I, I'm surprised. We saw a guy wearing a Charlotte Hornets Tony Bennett 25 jersey at Stinky Pete's. Did I call it Stinky <laughs> Pete's? Yeah, I, I mean, I like Stinky Pete's better, honestly. <laughs> Did I just say Stinky? That's hilarious. Um, we saw we saw him wearing the the Hornets Bennett jersey. Uh, I I can't believe that's not more of a thing amongst Virginia fans. Maybe it is. I'm going to Charlottesville on Saturday. Maybe there'll be a lot of them there. But I hope that becomes a thing. I want that to be like take up. Maybe I'm. Are, I fucking have. The, are you pulling the Tommy Alter where you think Coachella uh, people should be wearing Tony <laughs> Bennett jerseys? We should ask Kyle Guy about that. Tommy Alter says that your jersey would be great at Coachella. Um, uh, uh, 
I, maybe I can make it a thing. I mean, I, I I have Virginia fans in the palm of my hand right now, so maybe I can just come just ask it. for that jersey. Like, hey, ask from that kid. Everybody, wear wear more Tony Bennett Hornets jerseys. Um, I I, can't <laughs> I don't know it. how many are out there, but I do know that Master P is selling his jersey, uh, his Hornets jersey. He told me that. So if you want to buy uh, the Percy Miller Hornets jersey, is now for sale at the Hornets <laughs> store. So go check that out. Our final award for this evening, Tate, is the Player of the Year, and this will wrap up. This will conclude the 2019 Duffies. It's been uh, quite do a ride. Do do we have any thoughts on this? It feels like it's Zion Williamson's to lose. Uh, it feels like Zion had it locked up in December, in November. In the, the the moment he picked up the bag, it felt like it was Zion Williamson's to lose. Um, but we do have a handful of nominees, so let's get to them. Our first nominee, Zion Williamson, obviously. Uh, not much really needs to be said. He said it was his teammates that made it possible for him to have such a great year, which I thought was a a very nice thing to say for someone. They didn't get in my way. Well, we know that it was completely false. So for him yeah. to say that, that was very nice of Zion to do. We said that at the Naismith ceremony. Uh, the next nominee we have for Player of the Year, Grant Williams of mm-hmm. Tennessee. Mm-hmm. Great year. Two-time SEC Player of the Year. Uh, had a great season. Tennessee was a little disappointed, if we're being honest. Didn't win the SEC. Didn't win the SEC tournament. Didn't win. They were they were Mr. January, pretty yeah. much. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, also nominated Cassius Winston, who did win a lot of stuff. Went to the Final Four. Won... won the Big Ten and the Big Ten title and uh, was probably going to come back next year, right? Michigan State might be the night. Way too early. Top 25. I got Michigan State at one or two. I'd have to think about it. <laughs> Number one. Uh, or three. N- please, let's let the Big Ten finally win a title. Next up for Player of the Year, we have Ja Morant mm. of Murray State. I heard about this guy. Yes, he played on Zion Williams' AAU team once upon a dunk time. once, right? Yeah. Yeah, that was sweet. They played like on the Hornets that. AAU team, which is a great team. Uh, yeah. Zion and Ja played together. Ja had a, a breakout season. Now, a lot of people are saying, Mark Titus, Ja Morant, is he the number two? Is he number one? Is he <laughs> number two? Pick? Yeah. He's got to be number two. Is yes. he number one? Would you take him number one? After no. what he did to Marquette? Zion didn't do that to Marquette. Um, mm, true. Ja Morant was at the three-on-three event. We we, we tried to interview him. He looked at we us. tapped him on the shoulder. Yes. Not we, but the producer of the event tapped him on the shoulder. to, And then a conversation was had. Um, I did not. I did not hear what they were talking about. I just know that I saw them talking like 15 yards away. He turns around, looks at us in tuxedos with Hooters girls. He goes, next nah, to bro, us. fuck that." Yeah. <laughs> we get a very aggressive head shake. No, and then um, he did not come on. So that was. And I don't but we him. almost got him. But we almost got him. Almost got an exclusive yes. interview. Yes. His, his quote was, "Thank you, Ja." His direct quote was, and I quote, "No." Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that's interesting. Uh, all right, moving on. Our our uh, next to last nominee is R.J. Barrett of Duke. That is a very surprising. Revelation. I would agree with this. Yeah, I can't believe that he's nominated. I also first mm-hmm. team All American with Zion Williamson, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so that that's a uh, first first pair of uh, teammates to be on the first team All American team since the last time it happened. Um, first freshman to do the same since the last time it happened as well. So uh, that's pretty impressive. I'm going to say 1975. Yeah. That sounds yeah. about right. Uh, and then the final. Nominee for Player of the Year. Uh, is this correct? Jalen Brunson. Wait, what? No. That's that's what he's the, back for more. No, the the academy is saying oh that Jalen Brunson is back in for Player of the Year. J- well, he didn't win it last year, Tate. So, are you sure? Okay, they, they said because of the Quinterly situation that, mm. that Jalen Brunson has proven, has proven his value. Yes, wow. as wearing number one and being the point guard. Wouldn't this be something if last year, famously on this program on the Duffy Awards, yes, not Jalen Brunson, the two. Players of the Year nominees were Jalen Brunson and not Jalen Brunson, and not Jalen Brunson pulled off the upset. Mm. Wouldn't it be something if Jalen Brunson won a Duffy 
when he wasn't even in college basketball. His value was seen more this year with Quinterly. Yes, so, uh, Villanova I, loses in the I second round. I like the round. nuance the academy is doing with this. I like this. Villanova right. not only loses in the second round, but Purdue's point guard Carson Edwards goes nuts. Mm. Would have been nice to have Jalen Brunson guarding him. Interesting. Very, very interesting. Are we going to get a curveball for the final award of the Duffies? In the words of John Morant, no. And the Duffy for Player of the Year 2019 goes to... No, Zion Williamson. It was Zion. Hmm. It was always Zion. It was always Zion. Yeah, it was. The whole season was Zion. Uh, I, I guess it feels fitting. I guess I, I didn't even realize it till just now. We the first Duffy awarded tonight was to Zion, and the final Duffy of the night is being rewarded awarded to Zion. It is nice when you see the bag drop of the year translate to the player of the year. Yeah, that is what a bag drop is for. That mm-hmm. is the whole point of the bag being dropped, and to see that happen and play out. That is that is what that is what the world wants. Bill Simmons is going crazy because Zion Williamson just won Player of the Year. He will, he, he literally just ran in. And he was literally going just wild. walked in the yes. room and started fist pumping. He's very happy. He's been listening to this whole podcast <laughs> on the other side, and he's like, "Who are these fucking guys they're talking about?" And that was the first time he heard us say Zion. <laughs> like, yes, that was great. That that just hyped me up. Uh, uh, quickly before we get out of here, should we go through the snubs? Yeah, uh, just yeah. Let's go through what 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 stands out to you. What what did what did the Academy not touch on? What was not nominated? Well, Colt Hero was something uh, that I really believed in, and and as far as Cold heroes. I have to point out Kobe White's hair, the Kobe yeah. White fro, um, uh, and and the, and just the the what he did to college basketball for a, a little run. He wasn't covered on ESPN as Nazir Little pointed out uh, after they beat Duke the first time. So to see Kobe White not get mentioned by the Academy, I understand that they don't want me to talk about Carolina on this bro- on this broadcast at all. So uh, I'm fine with it. But Kobe White's fro, I have to point it out. Speaking of Colt heroes, uh, Brad Davison not mm. not being listed on a Colt hero. I think he kind of shot himself in the foot. Some of the antics going on, but. Um, he, he, you would have thought he would have been nominated at least for the five charges uh, for the buzz cut. The NC State game against Brady. Wisconsin is something that we should go back and rewatch yeah. and just and just see how it all played out. Markel Johnson. Well, speaking of NC Brad State, Davidson. no mention of the the NC State twenty four point game. Oh. I thought that would be uh, brought up. I don't know in the in memoriam. Maybe NC State's offense gets mentioned. I don't know. You but know, what, a lot of people snub. they say when you know J.R. Smith didn't pass ball LeBron in that game one. That was when everyone everyone's like, that's when LeBron knew he was going to leave. Right, right. Do you think when Buzz Williams was coaching against NC State, they had twenty four <laughs> points at the end of the game? He said, I got to get out of the ACC. Yeah. Like, I, I just can't do this anymore. This is, I'm hoping that's the case. Uh, you mentioned Cold Heroes also. Brasdakis, Iggy Brasdakis. Yeah, this guy was this guy was something. He was something. A Canadian. Uh, I would I would argue honestly, maybe the best left-handed Canadian in college basketball this season. Looks like a Slytherin, acts like a Slytherin. Uh, has this tattoo on as a snake tattoo. Wrecked Carolina earlier in the year in the Big Ten uh, ACC Big Ten Challenge. Uh, Michigan sort of you know obviously the Michigan State three you know being zero and three against Michigan State hurt them a little bit and now he's going to leave after one year it may hurt right. the legacy. But Brasdakis was a lot of fun for Michigan. I mean, while we're on the Big Ten kick, Carson Edwards <laughs> tournament run. Um, I thought I'm not really sure what category that would fall into Duffy wise, but uh, I, I don't know. He, he could have been mentioned as player of the year at least. That, that seems like a snub that Carson for for what he did in the tournament. I'll remember that forever. Carson Edwards, uh, you know, basically trumps the the whole run that Stephen Curry had in 2008. So really, really strange. Who the hell is not? Who who's coming up with these nominations? I this don't know. Wild. This is ridiculous. Uh, uh, next, uh, another one: the uh, Admiral Grant, the Gator Chomp. Yeah, that's a nice little like you know take that. That was what that was the peak powers of Tennessee and what they were doing. That that's when they thought that they were going to win the national championship. Mm. If you were to ask someone, also um, interesting just to, as a, I'm not saying they should have been mentioned in the Duffies. I'm not, I don't know what what the actual snub was. Just wanted to point out, not a lot of Gonzaga uh, mm. in these this year's Duffies, and that that just stood out to me because Gonzaga and Virginia to me it was like those were the two best teams, and then Duke was the best 
collection of talent. And so it was like those three kind of all season that were, uh, take your pick. What are you really into? Um, one of those three are the three teams that are, are probably going to win the title. Uh, and we obviously I got a lot of play from Duke in the in, the, in this Duffy Awards. Uh, we, we got a lot of Virginia stuff going on, but just no, not a lot of Gonzaga stuff. I just found that interesting. I think losing to Texas Tech is it, that that was no. You should not be embarrassed by that if you're Gonzaga. And, and um, I don't know. I'm really disappointed in the, in the academy for this one. They really hey, blew it. We really should point it. out the two names that matter on that team: Brandon Clark, Rui Hachimura. Just so we have that knocked and checked out. Yep. And also speaking of knocking things out. The first game of the year, the game that we were at in Indianapolis, the Champions Classic, and obviously yeah. we know that name is hilarious, but the, to see what Duke did to Kentucky in that first mm-hmm. game of the year, seeing Tyler Hero in that game versus Tyler Hero at the end of the season, seeing what Duke ended up being after what they showed on that first night, that was peak powers of Duke basketball this year. That was the best game they played all year. And so uh, pouring out for the Champions Classic. No no, no nominations. I cannot no wait to see Virginia in the Champions Classic next year. I'll yes. just say that much. We didn't, we didn't, did, did we get snubbed? I feel like we should have been nominated for some stuff. I mean, my God, we, we, we weren't even nominated for anything with journalism. I know what you're going to be nominated for, excellence in journalism. You're going to go to Charlottesville, and, yeah. I'm, and I'm putting it on the deck. Oh, uh, you, you think this I'm going to be nominated? No, right as soon as we wrap right now, as soon as Jim hits stop on this, the Delphi season has opened back up. It, it's true. And Mark Titus is going to Charlottesville. And I'm going to that's, Charlottesville. That's all I have as far as excellence in journalism. And that's going to be very timely a year from now when <laughs> <laughs> we're talking about my trip to Charlottesville in the 2020 Duffies. But uh, I, I would gladly accept the nomination. Well, if, if Virginia runs decides. it back and they're and they're doing it again, maybe uh, it is. All right, that is the 2019 Duffies. Tate, any final thoughts on the awards, on college basketball season? We are going to take a, a, a week off at least from the podcast take a little break kick our feet up enjoy life a little bit uh just just take a little vacation so um just to put a bow on the entire 2018-19 college basketball season your final words state my final words are that the virginia cavaliers are the national champions let that soak in pretty much the exact same thing i wanted to say it's just like i i've done the monologue horribly five different times i tried doing it to kyle guy and then i felt like i was about to start crying he's on the other end of the phone like what the fuck is going on with this guy um, as I'm explaining to him why this was like a big deal. <laughs> He's like, like yeah, Kyle, I expected to win. Kyle, yes. I know this is not, I, I know this is kind of a big deal to you, but please understand why this was a big deal to me. Um, so I won't do, I won't do all that again. I, I would just say like hearing the words, the Virginia Cavaliers are national champions is it's, it's insane. It does. It is not registered to me yet. It's right up there with Mick Cronin as UCLA's head coach. Um, yeah, those are the two most shocking we live revelations. In interesting times. And, and also, uh, this is why Tim Miles is good guy of the year. As we're sitting right here wrapping up this recording, thanks for having me, fellas. <laughs> good guy of the year. Great but he, guy. But he only texts you. <laughs> exactly. He said, fellas. <laughs> the best. Uh, the best. All right. Thank you guys so much for listening all season. Uh, we will continue the podcast. We are going to do, uh, we'll, we'll do some NBA stuff. We'll do some draft stuff. We'll do college basketball stuff. College basketball never really stops. It's a tw- I, I've, I've argued this. It's a 12 month a year sport, um, especially now with like Twitter and stuff. Um, so, yeah, that's something we'll have plenty to talk about. We're going to Summer League over the summer. Yes, Ty uh, Jerome will hopefully come on during Summer League. We're going to have a lot more guests. Our profile's been raised. Now that we've had the most outstanding player of of the most current national champion, like less than a week after he wins it, uh, I think we can get some guys on. So yeah. thank you guys for listening all season. Congratulations to all our, our Duffy winners. We will see you next week. Thank you for listening to One Shining Podcast Second Annual Duffy Awards. Wardrobe provided by Brad Calipari. What happened to Guest of the Year?
Oh yeah, Jim Cunningham, guest of the year. Was that in the daytime Duffy Awards or something? Yeah, it <laughs> was. Sorry, it was the daytime. It Real was, nice. It was the sports. It was the Real sports nice. Duffy's. This isn't the sports stuff. I'd like to say hi to my grandfather if he makes it through the night. I'm supposed <laughs> to go see him at the hospice, but I'm going to be editing this for the next two days. Thanks again for listening to the second annual Duffy Awards. But before we go, today's episode of One Shining Podcast was brought to you by Showtime and the critically acclaimed series, The Shy. It's a show about community, the heart and soul of Chicago's South Side, created and executive produced by Emmy winner Lena Waithe and Academy Award winner Common. Don't miss The Shy. New episode Sundays at 10 p.m. only on Showtime. Shout out to producer Jim for helping us out and appreciate everyone that's listened to us. And shout out to Kyle Guy and Tim Miles, obviously. Of course, the greatest.